This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, good to have you along on this podcast. We were very honoured to have the filmmaker Nyla Alkaja join us in our studios to talk all about her first full-length feature film, Three. Wonderful conversation, lovely lady, and I know you are going to enjoy this movie. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. She's made mine eye already. It's It's been such a long time since I've had the lovely Nyla Alkaja in my studio, the film director, the first female film director ever in this country. And welcome along. You're looking amazing. And you know what? You've been with me from day one. I know. <laughs> I think I interviewed you. Your first film, wasn't it? The it- short film. Like, let's not say uh, <laughs> when how was. many decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we always used to catch up, of course, at the Dubai International yes. Film Festival uh, when you were making a lot of short films and, uh, you know, real groundbreaking It was ones funny because well. they used to call me the queen of shorts and I'm so glad I'm not in that bracket anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're the queen of longs now, aren't you? Um, congratulations <laughs> on, on your new film. Thank um, you very much. It, I think it debuted at the Red Sea Film yes. Festival. Correct. It's called Three. Let me ask you, first of all, why it's called Three. Because the first thing you learn about evil, it comes in threes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you've scared me already, Nyla. Um, have you always been attracted to uh, this genre, the, the horror genre? Which... Very, very much so. And, you know, it's not your traditional horror genre where you have, like, tons of jump scares and gore and blood, which I know some people are a fan of, but it's more the psychological, you don't know what's going to happen next, like really holding your breath, really working those atmospheres and colour mm. palettes. And I think this genre just gives me a lot of space and room to be very creative visually and I just love it. Do you scare yourself sometimes? No. <laughs> you know, it's funny because behind the scenes it's an absolute comedy while we're doing, you know, horrific scenes. Yeah. I think you had a big a big crew as well, didn't you? Yeah, on, this on, was filmed partly in Thailand? Correct. Bangkok and the UAE and there were days where we were like 240 crew members. Imagine 240 to feed, transport, all in the middle of COVID. Wow. How yeah. did you do it? Yikes. I'm I not going to miss the those planning. PCR daily tests. Yeah, yeah, it was quite scary because the, as I always say, it's like the horror of making it was 10 times worse than the actual horror we were trying to make because if one main character, like Jefferson Hall, who is a SAG actor, yeah. British, yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah. from Oppenheimer, if he fell sick, the entire production closes for 10 days, which ha- would have a knock-on effect. It means then I would lose other side roles that might not be there. And the film could, like, literally die. It was just really terrifying to go through that ordeal. Now, this is interesting because um, it's it's a British Emirati um, film. It's a, how do you, you described it in a certain way. Um, cross-cultural? Cross-cultural, <laughs> cross-cultural movie. Um, why, why, did, why did you want to include um, the cross-cultural aspect Well, thank you it? so much for asking that. It's, it's a cross-cultural psychological drama because... And, you know, if you go online and try to book, for example, a seat and you see the word three, you'll see Arabic, English. And don't let that deter you because, you know, 60% of it is in English and the rest is in Arabic. The reason is I wanted to do a film for everyone. This is an international story. This is a story of how far a mother would go to save her son against adversities. You know, he's obviously suffering from, you know, a mental Mm -hmm. illness. And it's been described as other things, you know, and they go through very intense rituals. And there are a lot of countries, not just in this peninsula, where... You know, 
kids and adults actually go through exactly what my character actually went through in real life because this story took place in Dubai in the 90s and it's just fascinating to see it on the big screen I mean it's not fascinating in a way that no, it I'm is. glorifying it it's fascinating the way that we were able to pull it together you know with myself you know big shout out to Munal Gurk Sultan Al-Darmaki and Sadat Tucker who again three investors how, how don't mm. mind the pun but you know coming <laughs> together and making this film happen because otherwise how do filmmakers even make their stories come to life you know mm. it, it is a, it's quite a feat for an independent film to get a seven cinema a uh, seven country release yeah that's a wide release for you a in, indie film it's, it's yeah. quite a big thing another big thumbs up I want to ask you about the casting yes um, certainly the the boy in, in the lead role just magnificent I mean it takes my <laughs> breath away T- tell me about how you went about casting everyone in this he's very delicate and when I met so many kids um, he really stood out for me because he was able to give me you know first of all a whole area of nuances just by his acting he can shift emotions so quickly mm. and he's clever like if I want him to do something when he repeats it he literally know how to get himself in that correct zone and give me five repeats with different kind of palettes and it's just beautiful to watch a 14 year old or actually at that time 13 be extremely intelligent and be able to capture the character of Ahmed in the film and, mm. and just blow us all away. We also had Jefferson Hall from Oppenheimer, again, you know, yeah. um, a proper thespian who's done a lot of other films. He's also in House of Dragons as Lord Lannister. And, you know, this kid had to work with him on many, many yeah. scenes. And, yeah. and and Jefferson was blown away. He's like, this kid's killing me. Like, oh my God, Nyla, where did you find him? He's amazing. But we also have some other, as I call them, spices in the film, which added a lot of like, not just tension, but also like comic relief. Like Noor Al-Abid was like literally, they're, they're calling her the, the, the spice rack, <laughs> you know, because she just, she was she wowed people with her sense of, dry sense of humor. Yeah. You have Mar Al-Halyan, who's quite famous in the UAE kind of uh, world. He's a veteran, obviously. And he he's the mullah who, if you see his face with his glass eye, it's quite freaky. You know, he, he, he really knows how to scare you more than the devil himself. Wow. And then the mother, um, Maryam, uh, who's uh, in the character, Fatin Ahmed. People were shocked that Fatin... Uh, was actually when the film finishes they they were so shocked to find out that she's Egyptian and they're like what we thought she's Emirati like she she nailed the accent so you know hats off to all of them who and I'm sorry if I didn't mention your name there are a lot of actors but you know these are the main characters and they just they they, did splendid yeah let's have a listen in on the on the trailer for this three hello doctor he hasn't been himself lately would you say Ahmed suffers from depression? <laughs> Mood swings? And how about a history of violence? For sure not. Million times I told you, Maryam, we need to send her to the hospital. The people who are sick are the hospital. They So that's just a little clip. <laughs> it's funny. You see that? Did three. you hear that kiss? That kiss freaked people in the cinema. It's the kiss that would freak you out. <laughs> what was it like shooting in your home city and, you know, the, the great city and skyline of Dubai? Oh, that was stunning. We had drones. Um, we had, uh, I mean, the beauty of Dubai, but also Ras Al Khaimah. The mountains oh, yeah. made such an incredible backdrop. Uh, the opening credits uh, were on the mountainside. And a lot of people said, oh, my God, there were like the best scenes in the film where we shot, um, you know, a bunch of con artists. <laughs> 
in a yeah. in a little hut, like in a little mud house, um, and they take the kid there and they start, you know, performing the rituals. Uh, they just the aesthetics there, you know, from the color palette to uh, the the texture of the buildings um, against the mountain. Uh, you know, there's just this beautiful Arabian kind of a. It has a foreign pulse to it. And I think that's what makes it just so exotic, if I may say. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about this film, Three, that's in cinemas as we speak and uh, directed by the incredible talent of Nyla Alkaja. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back. We have film director Nyla Alkaja joining us on the show. Three is currently in cinemas. It's her first full-length film. So who showed up at the premiere? I believe it was quite a star-studied do. Yes, at the Red Sea, we had two-time Oscar winner, Ayar Rahman, who flew in just to uh, watch the film. And what an honor that is. And what a boost for my morale as yeah. well. Because he's composing my second feature film. He's creating the whole score. And uh, when he watched it, uh, he immediately he went and posted this incredible post on Instagram where it says, you know, finally, we've reached an international cinema, world-class filmmaking. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to, like, all digest it in. But it's, it's just been so incredible. I mean, the... Pouring reviews from, you know, if people go to Rotten Tomatoes, um, even just regular people, I don't know. I've had people like reviewing it from the age of 14 to 60 plus, And it's just such a human story put packaged in a psychological drama where people, I think, feel touched for the kind of, you know, the character depth and, and the story plot. They, it's probably like something they've never expected a Emirati film to look like that. So yeah, I yeah. think it shocked them a bit. Amazing. And I've asked you about the making of it, the filming of it. We know some of it's shot in, in Thailand. What about the marketing? Once you've got your finished product, how do you go about getting it out there and getting it into cinemas? What, what's that process like? You just speak to Mark Lloyd and magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> Dubai Eye, there you it's go. It's going to be packed tomorrow, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Be like, that's yeah. Mark's thing. <laughs> we, by the way, I also forgot to say, we also um, cast some British actors from the UAE that were like first timers. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm always looking for street talent. And um, so it's interesting to have that nice cross-cultural mix, as we said. Mm -hmm. Marketing has been um, very interesting, for lack of a better word, but it's extremely excruciating when you're not a studio, right? When you're against Hollywood and Bollywood, all these massive Mm. budgets that are like, you know, billboards on the roads. We don't have those kind of numbers. So we really relied on digital marketing, lots of influencers, lots of, you know, film reviewers um, watching the film and just giving us their opinion. And honestly, word of mouth really peaked on week two. We're on week four now and it's still standing strong. On week two, we had a 35% hike, which is incredible. Like for an indie film, it did super well. The The distribution company was super happy and now oh my god i have to say this the film will release again in ramadan completely using ai technology completely in mandarin only with a chinese poster for the chinese population how crazy is that in the uae itself (laughs) so that's quite a feat and it's the first arabic film to go through camp ai the technology that's the name Um, and we will try to have it in different languages and unfold different territories and countries around the world so it's not just going to stop in the middle east my eyes Uh, You know, uh, I'm stretching and I'm looking at different horizons and hopefully that would help the sales to go up Mm -hmm. and bring the numbers to a point where my investors can recoup and even eventually hopefully make um, money. And in the end, it will end up uh, being on on a streamer. Yeah, amazing. I mean, you've just made history, really, haven't you? You keep making history. First female film director in the UAE. Now the first, you know, your first 
um, uh, long film. I mean, what's next for you, Nyla? What's you, you never seem to stop? Um, yeah, the, my, the, my next film is um, another freaky movie, but it's not as um, I think it's poetic more than anything. It's the five stages of death um, manifested through creatures. Uh, listen and heard through the left ear of a woman in the mountain so it's quite like what so you can imagine as like a mixture of pan's labyrinth a spanish film mm, um yeah. you know um with let's say um the vibes of rosemary's baby i don't know if i ever put it that right but mm. it's, it, it has its very distinct voice it's it's really gorgeous i think in the sense the visuals that we're coming up with were like wow i hope i can like literally transform that to screen because that's the big challenge right script to screen yeah. um i'm gonna again cast a lot of people from the UAE itself. Oh, good. Um, for this film, interestingly, though, I won't have big cast like I did for my first feature film. It will have that really foreign feel to it again, uh, but I want it to be like a visual feast for the eyes, especially people who love, let's say, the fantasy side of uh, filmmaking, you know, like uh, fantasy worlds and mythical yeah. creatures. They're going to have a blast watching this. Amazing. A, a lot of creepy fingers and nails. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've always been very encouraging as well, Sue. You know, um, younger filmmakers, especially younger girls who maybe want to get into <coughs> into it. I mean, what, what advice would you give people that are just starting out and dr had the dreams that you had? Please just do what I did, and it was the best advice someone else gave me, which is to I always say this: to volunteer, go on sets. You know, don't ask for money if you're just starting. Yeah. Learn, learn, learn. You know, three magical things can happen out of that. One, you're going to create an incredible network for yourself. Yeah. B, you're going to understand yourself, so you're going to make better decisions. Maybe directing's not for you. Maybe it's producing. Maybe it's the costume. Thing, yeah, you know, yeah, or maybe end yeah. up in radio. <laughs> you yeah, never yeah. know, right? <laughs> and then uh, the third thing is it will humble you because you'll understand how magnificent and massive the world of filmmaking and you'll understand it's not glamour. It's 95% of extremely hard work and only... 5% is what people see. People look at me and say, oh, you're so lucky, you're a film director. I'm like, you have no idea. It's taken mm. me 23 years yeah. to get my first debut feature film and to get a cinema release. Yeah. I mean, the, the time where I saw that first person buying a ticket to watch my film, I can't even tell you, Mark, how, how humbling and beautiful that yeah. is. This is always going to be a special film. I really hope people get to see three in cinemas. And, um, and I wouldn't even say support. Just go and be dazzled by our main characters acting out of this world. Yeah. You can do an official invite then. The director is inviting you to go along and see three. Yes. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please go and watch my movie three. If anything, I hope you come out of it and whomever person you're going to take it with, I hope you have a debate because that's what we're noticing. It's creating conversations. Yeah. And that's what Nyla always does. She gets us thinking on all of her films. Now, Alkaja, it's been absolutely brilliant having you in our studios. Thank again. you so much. It's always a pleasure, Mark. You are a superstar. <laughs> and I shall dream of this when I get home tonight. They're absolutely brilliant stuff. And uh, once again, that's three. You can see it in cinemas. Go along. Do not miss it. This is Dubai I 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. You've been listening to a Dubai I 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai I in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiI1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.